even if it's uncomfortable, like I try to, you know, find comfort being uncomfortable. I want to be comfortable, yeah. uncomfortable. And, yeah. um, you know, I think if you can do that and find joy in it, then when life hits you with a side, you know, a curveball, and it's uncomfortable, then you, even if it sucks, you can be like, okay, I, I deal with this. Yeah. I can deal with this. I know how to do it. I do it every day, you know? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. And today on the show, we have Blake Houston. Blake, what's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, good. Coming from, coming from LA and um, a place that, as I told you before, I've been only like once as an adult, but, <laughs> but, uh, but loved it. And uh, dude, you have a lot of great things going on. I connected with you uh, via Instagram. I, I really don't remember how I found you on Instagram, but it seems like you have a lot, like we have a lot in common. We both do martial arts, like Muay Thai. Uh, we both are kind of like into fitness and well-being and like personal development. And, um, and you seem to have all the tattoos that I want to have, but never had the <laughs> guts to do. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so dude, yeah, um, yeah. Like fill me in, like how is life? How, like, what are you up to these days? And uh, yeah, life is, life is good overall. I mean, we're in a little bit of a strange time right now with this yeah. whole lockdown pandemic. But um, yeah, overall, things are good, you know? I mean, um, I just now, probably over the last two weeks, started getting back into a flow of work. I feel like the people out here in LA are finally getting antsy of this being under this lockdown. Yeah. And so... Um, I've been getting some of my clientele to come back out and train. My, my main job is a, I'm a personal trainer, holistic lifestyle coach or a holistic trainer. Um, but I mainly, mostly I, I'm right now, I'm working with people on their physical movement. Um, how, do you, how do you, by the way, find the, the split between the two? Like, did you start out as a lifestyle, lifestyle coach and then like transitioned into like fitness or are you just like, are you good with both? Um, I'm good with, I'm good with both. And I'm, I'm right now, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm progressing into maybe being more of a, of a life coach. But right now I feel that the fitness thing is just a, it's like a segue into it. And people are, people are more open to, you know, jumping in and, and doing a training session. And then from there, once they, we start doing training session, it can turn into nutrition and sometimes just overall lifestyle, you know, conversation or sessions where we just are talking about lifestyle stuff, you know, but yeah. um, people are more familiar with being like, okay, I'm going to get out there to get healthy and physically move my body, which is an mm -hmm. important aspect as well. So, right. It's like drilling down on one aspect, like of the, of the whole lifestyle yeah. thing. Um, mm -hmm. And, and how do you become, how did you become a coach? Like what made you go that route? Um, you know, I never, I didn't really, wasn't planned out. It just kind of started happening that way. Um, I kept getting, once I moved to LA about two years ago, I've been on this path now. Well, personally for myself, I've been on this path of like a holistic lifestyle for the last 12 years or so. Hmm. Um, but it was never really my career. Like I, I, uh, been a, a, a barber for like 10 plus years. So I <laughs> cut hair. I had my own um, hair studio at one point. Nice. Um, at one point I opened up a little health food cafe with a buddy. Um, mm -hmm. 
Cool. And then I moved to LA about two years ago and it just kind of started happening organically. Like people would see me training in the park or doing workout or something like this and come up and ask if I was a trainer and if I could train them. And then yeah. I like, <laughs> yeah, I can train you, you know, I'm not necessarily a trainer, but then I would huh. start training them and just teaching them the stuff that I knew. And then, um, really enjoyed that and was fulfilled doing that and then started kind of diving in a little deeper to what mm -hmm. I wanted to do because I didn't just want to be like you know just this physical trainer because yeah. I always thought is there's more to it than just you know kicking somebody's ass on a in a training <laughs> session yeah but but um, what what made you move to LA then like what was your mission um honestly I just had I was in Sacramento California and mm -hmm. I just started to have a calling, something inside of me was just pulling me and telling me to, to go down to LA. And as soon as I started having that feeling, I kept getting little opportunities to go down for this and that. Um, and then when I came down here, I just really connected with the area and was like, okay, something inside of me is telling me that I'm supposed to be down here. I didn't really know why, but I just, um, you know, followed that, that feeling and that intuition was ready for a change. And packed my stuff and headed down here with not not really a, much of a plan so um all right but it's, it's been good but what i was saying too is along that path of of kind of finding my flow and that i found uh paul check i don't know if you're familiar with paul check he's a yeah. um a big name in like the holistic world okay and really connected with his message it was kind of you know the same stuff that i'm into from physical fitness meditation movement you know all of this mm -hmm. stuff psychedelics um and so i ended up taking a course of his um his holistic lifestyle coaching level one course mm -hmm. um about two years ago and then i've just been yeah on that journey ever since cool and um so in terms of like i'm thinking about like your 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 you train a lot right now and you're like, uh, you probably have this, this kind of like, um, routine week, um, weekly routine. What's your weekly routine like? Um, so right now my weekly routine is I've been doing a lot of kettlebell training. Um, yeah. so I'm probably, you know, on this lockdown, it's a perfect way to train. Why, you know, when you can't yeah. go out to a Muay Thai gym or yeah. even at points we weren't supposed to be going to the parks and stuff like this. So I have a kettlebells at the house. And so I just really started diving into that, working out with the kettlebell a lot. So of now I'm doing like a, about four days a week, I'm working with the kettlebell. And mm -hmm. then, um, I'm mixing in a little bit of yoga with that as well. So like I'm nice. trying to hit two day, two days a week of, of some yoga and then three mm -hmm. to four days of a hard um, kettlebell workout. And the kettlebell workout's always a, uh, like accompanied with a body weight stuff as well. Like I do a lot of like primal movements and animal mm -hmm. flow type movements. How do you get so, into that? Um, I just thought it looked awesome. So I saw some <laughs> okay, people cool. on Instagram doing it and then I started uh -huh. copying the moves and then, um, you know, I was a yeah. fan of watching Edo Portal stuff. And, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, the guy, Mike Fitch, who created the Animal Flow, and another guy named Cameron Shane, um, and was just inspired by watching the way those guys could move their body and yeah. started incorporating that stuff into my routine. By the way, what, um, can you mention those names again? I would write them down for the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike Fitch is the creator Mike of Fitch. Animal Flow. And okay. then there's a guy named um, Cameron Shane, and he has a gym called Bodokan in um, 
Miami and he does a lot of really cool like primal animal flow movements and also martial arts. Um, and I believe they have a yoga um, program as well. So it kind of nice. um, uh, embodies those three. Nice. And then um, as you know, Ido. Yeah. It's, it's funny because, you know, just like, you know, the, the Israelis, you know, <laughs> um, by the way, I, yeah. I see you have like also like an Israeli friend you practice with um, in Muay Thai, mm-hmm. right? Like Tomer, Tomer Oz. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He looks pretty awesome. you know, yeah, he's, he's cool. He's a, he's a, he was a stunt man and a, mm-hmm. and an actor. So he does, he was on the Jackie Chan stunt team for a long time. Yeah. Dude, I've seen his in. Instagram. It's wild. Yeah, it's cool. And he fought professionally Muay Thai in Thailand. And um, yeah, cool nice. guy. Yeah, I nice. think we're actually going to go train some Muay Thai today, this afternoon down the uh, road. So. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, I have um, um, my Muay Thai and Shaolin uh, um, instructor is, um, he actually also trains in, in Thailand and he goes to Shaolin every couple of years and then Thailand like over, every year. And he kicks some Thailand ass and he comes back. He really actually like, nice. he goes there, does like a month of training. Then he competes in some tournament, like some, like in the ring somewhere and comes cool. back. He's like, yeah, he's a badass. He was also um, training uh, special forces here in Israel in the army. And he's like really, a, a, he kicks my ass every time we train. He's like kick, kicking my ass. Um, it's good to have a trainer that can kick your ass. You know? Yeah. <laughs> keeps, no, keeps, you, keeps you sharp. <laughs> yeah. Keeps you humble too. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's right. When you see people like coming from martial arts, I'm going to martial arts for a second, like coming in martial arts, isn't it amazing how you see some people like that that have been training for years and even though their body structure even is not like fitting to an athlete, they even they might not even look so athletic. They might be just thin, just like skinny, um, mm-hmm. but every punch is like a train. Have you, have mm. you experienced that? Yeah, definitely. Like even uh, who we were just talking about, Tomer. He's he's ripped, but he's a he's a skinny guy. But that guy, yeah. <laughs> man, he hits hard and he's fast. And and if you yeah. saw him walking down the street, you'd look like an average guy. But man, he's powerful. So yeah, yeah you'll and and training in Thailand too. I mean, the Thais are a lot of times, most of the time, are small guys. And right, um, you know, if you see them take their shirt off, they're ripped. But if you they wouldn't be suspecting of like what you would think would be the baddest dude on the earth, but you know, they're, yeah. they're powerful, man. It's, in that game, it's all about uh, the technique, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, Sometimes so I, having a huge build of muscle will slow you down in that game. Yeah. Yeah, actually that's true. And and you, yeah. you had a um, bodybuilding background, right? Um, I didn't actually ever like compete in bodybuilding, but when I was young, probably like, maybe 17 to like 20 I was just really into lifting weights and and that style of weightlifting so it was like um yeah I never competed but I was just lifting weights you know in a bodybuilding style of working out just at that age trying to get big and (laughs) and you know look like a muscular freak or something (laughs) and did you do martial arts back then or in only after I started martial arts after that. So I was kind of like, my path was, um, as a kid, I grew up playing basketball and that's all I really did, I played basketball. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like I said, around 17, I really just started getting into lifting weights and um, did that for about three years. And then I was kind of feeling like, you know, you're this big, strong guy that kind of looks like a badass, but like, what can you actually do? And I've been watching a lot of UFC fights at that time. And so I just kind of was like, you know, wanted to try something 
something different. I wasn't playing much basketball at that time. And so I went and found a, uh, a Muay Thai gym and mm-hmm. then fell in love with that. And then, you know, mm-hmm. kind of put everything to the side for a while and just trained nothing but Muay Thai and for quite some time. So nice. Yeah. What if you was probably around 21, 22, 21, 22. Yeah. Um, how old are you now, by the way? I just turned 34. 34. All right, cool. We're practically like, we're almost the same age. I'm like, uh, I'm 36. So, um, and, um, and so in terms of like, in terms of martial arts, what are some of the things that you learn in martial arts so that you have learned that you maybe apply to your coaching or teach your, you know, teach your coaching clients? Yeah. Um, I know it's a tackle. I mean, it's not like you probably don't have it. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of, I mean, martial arts has taught me so much. And yeah. so, yeah, just trying to grab it for a second and bring it. To, like, I think f- for me, one thing martial arts really has taught me for teaching people. Um, like when I'm teaching someone just workouts, like I'm teaching them body weight stuff and kettlebell stuff is I really try to like have them look at it like it's a practice, you know, because mm-hmm. when you go to train Muay Thai, you're training Muay Thai, you're practicing Muay Thai, you're, and it's an art form, it's a martial art. Yeah. But then sometimes you get to the gym to work out or do whatever, you know, your movement practice is going to be in that kind of, it's just about pushing hard and going hard and getting to work out and, and breaking a sweat. And so I encourage people and mm-hmm. all the things that, that we do is to keep that like mindset of trying to make the movements, you know, smooth and beautiful and fluid and um, mm-hmm. really look at the, instead of it just being a workout session, it's a, it's a practice, you know, and you're, whether it's kettlebell yeah. or, or body weight exercises to really like get into the details of everything and the techniques mm-hmm. of it. Um, Cause just like in martial arts, once you get into that technique and that detail, that's when the punch really snaps and that's when everything yeah. really works. And same thing with doing any other type of workout, you know, that's when you're really right. going to see the results that you want, you know? Yeah. That's just, nice. that's one, one way I, yeah. I use it. So. Yeah. One thing, one thing I learned um, that I was kind of like, I'm taking into entrepreneurship is like, I always tell people in martial arts, you learn something when you fight, you learn that if you don't hit, you get hit really hard. <laughs> so, right. and the more you don't hit, which is a momentum kind of thing, the more you don't hit, you get hit even harder. So basically right. you, see in, you see it also in the UFC, you see in all kinds of places, like once you just show a tiny bit of weakness, like you're, that's it. Like the person's got your soul and they're gonna get you and they're like gonna be yeah, more yeah. aggressive, right? So it's yeah. the same with entrepreneurship, same with life, I think. And it's like a, a lot to sure. apply into mental toughness. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, my coach used to always say like, keep your poker face on, you know, like never let them know you're hurt. Let them never, don't ever let them know you're tired. You know, yeah. even if you are, that's fine, but keep it to yourself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, it's, you know, cause your consciousness is on the line. Your health is on the line. You're, you know, you're going to get knocked out. You're going to get hurt don't so you learn that really strong mental mind state you know when you train martial arts yeah and that that can apply anyway it's where you know you don't fold you can keep that mentality you know yeah i mean that's i guess it's like it's life that's it like you yeah and like people are like yeah well just like let's be happy and no man like you gotta hit you gotta attack um you know you can't just like stand there right um and Cool. Like, uh, by the way, uh, one of the things that you inspired me to do is try kettlebells. Um, oh, cool. 
I really want to, I really want to try, especially now in lockdown. So I'm actually looking into right now just buying some kettlebells. Um, Sweet. And um, do you have a recommendation for a size to start with? Like for anybody who also maybe considers? It would really depend on, you know, what you're, where you are strength wise. Like it's, it's a little bit hard to just to mm-hmm. say, but um, uh, how, like, I mean, what I usually start with my client's beginner session weight is a, uh, I think it's a 12 kg is a 26 pound um, mm-hmm. kettlebell. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a nice way. When I started, I started with, um, um, I don't know what it is in, in kg, but it's, uh, I started with 35 pound 35 uh, kettlebells. K. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so 16, start, sorry. 16 K. 16 kg. Okay. So that's what I started with was uh, yeah. a 35 pounder when I'm, a yeah. lot of times what I start my clients with is mm-hmm. a 26 pounder. Got it. Um, that's it. So it's something between that range is good. Like with between 26 yeah. and 35 pounds, especially if you buy two, you can get a, a really good workout. Now, like mm-hmm. I could still grab 35 pounders and get a killer workout with it. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So you don't need like more than 35 pounds. Like No. And for some people, 35 pounds is too heavy to start. You know, you could okay. you, mm-hmm. 35 pounds. Yeah, between 26 and 35 pounds would be good. Now, you know, I work my way up. I use 53 pounds and, and upwards, like, for oh. certain stuff. So, yeah. Um, and would you recommend... That's a good place to start. Like, you recommend buy one or two? Like, buying also the 26 and the 35 or... I would buy two of the same weight. Hmm. Okay. Two, two matching bells. And then, because there's a lot of exercises you can do with both at the same time. Got it. Um. Yeah, so I would recommend buying uh, sets of two, and then the only time I'd ever recommend buying a single a single bell on its own is if you bought a like a big heavy, you know, eighty pound yeah. plus bell. Then you you just use that for like uh, you know by itself. Yeah, I feel like a twenty six for me would be easy, but I'm just I don't want to push it. I'm just like maybe just me thinking, you know, like it's gonna be easy. And it's gonna be freaking hard because I don't know the exercises. So um, right, I see the yeah. swings and everything. I'm like, yeah, I have strength. I have like explosiveness to lift. But I think you'll be able to easily swing a 26 with you training martial arts and doing all that. I would jump right into a 35 probably, okay. and you'll definitely be able to do a swing. But there's all kinds of stuff you can do from like you know cleans and presses into a press yeah. squat, and so it's this real full body dynamic workout um a lot of the stuff you could do with just your body weight and it still be you know a decent workout and so you add that little extra weight it's great for martial arts training too because you know you're really engaging the whole body um and teaching everything to fire as a unit it's nothing's becoming isolated so just by adding an extra 35 pounds you know it's gonna help you your snap and your strength yeah (laughs) yeah all right cool cool and um and by the way if i want to start like checking out movement as well what would you recommend um movement as far as like body weight stuff no, I'm just like, um, like, um, the portal stuff, like, you know, animal flow, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would, I started out just watching his stuff on YouTube Mm, and then through that, that's, you know, I found, um, some of those other guys I mentioned and actually did a a certification course with animal flow. They came through LA and I did a um, workshop with them and and spent a weekend learning their movements. Nice. But yeah, I would, you know, if you, you jump on, even on Instagram is a great source to just, you know, 
search a hashtag of yeah 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 you know, i see people yeah. doing some cool stuff i'm just like i'm yeah. i'm wondering uh do you know um uh, so i'm gonna be coming out soon I, you know I don't, we're working on it right now but i'm making a whole body weight training series okay. so i'm gonna do a, a body weight series a kettlebell series um and then a barbell series um nice. so it'll be a three-part series we're gonna start with body weight um mm-hmm. So that would be something that will be available to people that I'll promote through my Instagram probably in a month or so. Got it. Okay, awesome. So when you do that, yeah. let me know. I would love to yeah, I'll let you know out. for sure. Um, by the way, do you have like, so you have a barbell at home? Do you have like uh, one of those barbells? I don't have one at home. I haven't been, okay. I'll, I, I haven't used a barbell actually for 10 plus years and this just this year. I started getting into like messing around with it a little bit because I started mm. working out of a gym that had, I had yeah. access to. Got it. And then was just, you know, researching the benefits of, of lifting really heavy uh-huh. for like testosterone, you know, and, and bone density and anti-aging stuff like that. So I started incorporating yeah. a little bit of stuff with the barbell. So. Nice. Yeah. I just, before this whole lockdown thing, I started for the first time ever in my life. I've been doing martial arts since I was like 80 years old. Like, so mm. I've been doing it a long cool. time and, um, I've been doing like Taekwondo and, uh, karate and, uh, and then got into Muay Thai and karate. It was kind of like mixed martial arts it's called. Um, so yeah. it's like mostly Muay Thai, but a lot of karate. And also we did That's some cool. MMA and then later on Shaolin. Um, and yeah, so like I, I've been, I've actually been in China doing Shaolin for one month with like monks. In oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, but, but so right now I'm doing like with my instructor, I've been doing Shaolin and Muay Thai and we've been focusing on it like because he's doing both, like there's a lot of correlation, but um, what I've been getting into really before this pandemic is actually going to the gym for the first time ever. I went to the gym. Like I've never been at the gym like ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for me, it was kind of like, Whoa, like there's some stuff to do here because I heard like, you know, lifting weights is something that's going to help your back long-term Actually, yeah. it's like really important for um, as you get older to lift weights. And, yeah. um, and so I, I, I wanted to experiment with that. So I got a really good trainer and I met with a gym. Like we, I got a 10, I, I just bought a, like 10, uh, 10 sessions. Like I tell them like, hey, let's start with 10. Cool. Um, and, um, and then we had like five sessions and then boom, <laughs> pandemic, lockdown, no gym. Right. Um, so yeah, so I missed that. But um, I, I see that. I remember that the feeling when you go to Muay Thai practice or something like that, where you get um, a lot of cardio going with the muscles, it just operates everything, right? And then you go yeah, to the yeah. gym and you kind of miss the cardio. You kind of like, wait, I, I don't feel tired. I'm just like feeling like, you know, I'm doing reps, but I, yeah. I'm not getting tired the same way. I'm not like back. Muay Thai. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it it's like, it started me off on this, um, just like, you know, the weights thing, it, it really started me off with this. And, um, I've, I've been watching you and another friend on Instagram doing kettlebells and, um, and then the movement thing. And, uh, do you know Mario from fit body, like fit bod, fit mind or something like that? Fit mind, fit mm-hmm. bod. I don't know. I'm not familiar. Maybe if I, if I saw it, but I'm not familiar. He's in, he's in LA and I'll send you his link later. Um, he's in LA okay. and he, he's been training like the game and, um, and other celebs, um, oh, cool. like a personal trainer. And he's like, got this like really good, um, online fitness, uh, course. So I bought his course and, um, oh, sweet. yeah. And he's, and he's doing, yeah, he's send, me the, send me a link. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah anyways those are um some of the stuff i've been like i've been getting into and i'm yeah. really deep in those kind of stuff um yeah, yeah i think you'll find if you start getting into working with the kettlebell too you'll see um a kettlebell workout can become nothing as 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 crazy i feel like as a martial arts workout you know as training martial arts that's it's just intense it's a hard workout it's the hardest that I've found um, yet, but kettlebell can be, can get that way, you know, where you really start feeling like, Ooh, I'm getting tired. Cause <laughs> yeah. you're, you're really always using the full body, you know, like everything is engaging and, and firing all at the same time. You're never really isolating one certain area. Yeah. So it's, it can really get a, a, a nice workout from it. Nice. Nice. And yeah. um, so can can I just ask you for a second? Like, what's your? Um, I'm I'm jumping in between subjects, but I'm just following the oh. conversation. Like, I'm, so right now, um, what's your nutrition like in terms of because you gotta support nutrition, like the 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 training with the nutrition. So, right what's that like? for us, yeah, for me personally, um, my nutrition. Well, first and foremost, everything that I eat is gonna be organic. Like. I mean, 98% of what I'm going to eat is organic. Um, but I, I lean more towards eating for myself, like a paleo slash ketogenic style of diet. Um, since we've been on lockdown, I've been playing with seeing how I feel, um, eating a little bit more more than normal carbohydrates for myself. Um, more than normal carbohydrates? Um, like I'll have a... I'll, I don't really consume any bread, but I, I'll consume like a, I've been eating a fair amount of sweet potatoes and different root vegetables, um, yams and sweet potatoes and mm-hmm. stuff like this just more often than I, I would before. So, yeah. Um, okay. But normally, so my, my day, a day and like a, an average day for me would be um, I usually stop eating at eight o'clock at night. You know, mm-hmm. and I go to bed around 10 or so, you know, and then I, I'll wake up, um, drink just a huge glass of water with sea salt and lemon, hydrate the body. Um, I do a, a, like a 10 minute stretching movement routine, mm-hmm. uh, 20 minute meditation, four rounds of breath nice. work and an ice cold shower. Um, <laughs> and nice. then, yeah, every day. Uh, so that's every day. Yeah. That's my, that's the way I start my day almost what, every day. And what time do you wake up? Um, it, it depends. It depends on what my schedule is looking like. Sometimes I'll have a 6am client and I'll go wake up, train him and then come back and I'll do that routine Mm -hmm. right when I get home. Um, but I usually will wake up this, is a, it's a big diff time difference, but I usually wake up between like 6am, 5.30am and and 7. Do you measure your sleep or something like that? Do I measure it? Yeah. I just try, I, I try to get eight hours, eight, eight hours plus every night if I can, you know, sometimes I, I miss that mark and I'll try to catch a nap or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I find this like thing, do you know this, the aura ring? Is that the aura? Yeah. yeah. I haven't tried that yet, though. it looks awesome. I was it's thinking the, about getting the, the whoop. I saw it. Oh yeah. 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 The whoop. The whoop. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. yeah man. Yeah, I mean, cool stuff. HRV, like that's the, that's one thing I didn't know of before I got the aura. Yeah. And, um, then once I got it, I'm like now hooked on HRV. I'm trying to measure yeah. my HRV like everywhere. Exactly. I've been curious cause I've, I know there's ways you can do it naturally and get a gauge on it, but that's so accurate. And I'm, I'm curious to start looking into that, you know, and, yeah. um, 
I think it could really, you know, help take things to the next level. I think you probably have a very good HRV. You're sleeping well, you're eating well, you're training. Yeah. So I think you don't have anything to worry about, but, um, but it's just cool to see the data. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not worried cause I feel yeah. great, but I'm, yeah. I'm curious, you know, and I, it's yeah. just fun to me to like, you know, try to try to get better improve in little things like that. You know, it's like, just try to become more optimal when you have little tools like that. It's just, it's also just entertaining. It's fun. You know, it's fun yeah. to see, see that stuff and, and see if what you're doing is actually working, you know? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I, I, um, I want to get a whoop one. I want to, yeah. uh, one day. I like the, I mean, the ring is more low profile. I like, it's pretty cool, but I think the whoop yeah. does a few more things. But I'm not yeah, 100% sure. I think the whoop is more powerful. But also, um, one thing about the ring that anybody buying the ring must consider, I think, is that um, I'm feeling it right now. Only like I think I have it for like three months or so, uh, or four months. But I'm just feeling it now that this ring is big. So basically, I cannot close yeah. my fingers all the way. Um, mm. Meaning, it actually it's starting to hurt me now. Like that, I'm closing my finger. It feels like my the fingers should be closed. You know, like this, like right, a lot right. of the time. And right now, this is really getting in the way. So I have a friend, mm. he got the one for his thumb. So he walks around. Oh, yeah, that's smart. And that sounds way more. Uh, so if you buy one, yeah. buy it for your thumb. That's my Yeah, right. that's a good call. But the whoop is just. Um, a, yeah, it's just a band around the, yeah. around the hand. Yeah. But what you're asking about the, to jump back to nutrition. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I will, you know, do that routine. And then usually around 10, between 9 and 10, I'll have a coffee. I'll have like a, um, a coffee where I'll put a bunch of stuff in it. I put butter and MCT oil, um, different mushroom supplements like chaga and, mm. and lion's mane, um, collagen protein. And I blend that all up in the blender. And that's like my morning. That's my first meal of the day. I consider it a meal. You know, it's full of fat and calories and protein. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then I usually won't eat anything till around one or two. Like a solid meal. You don't yeah, well, I, the that coffee will it holds me over. Um, that's all I need. It has you know I put t- about twenty grams of collagen protein, uh, like two tablespoons of uh, grass fed butter, two tablespoons of MCT oil, and then you just blend it all up in the blender. And um, yeah, I feel great. It gives my body a, a. I like to give my body that nice like break of having to break down solid food. Uh-huh. And then usually my first meal, I've been for the last couple of months just playing with my first meal being um, I'll eat like some sort of good meat, like a grass-fed beef or lamb um, and maybe some uh, fermented vegetables. So I'll eat like a nice chunk of meat and some fermented veggies um, and then – I'll also eat dinner. And then when I eat dinner, that's when I'll have, um, that's when I'll add in my carbohydrates. Like I'll have the sweet potato and the, mm-hmm. um, you know, yams, root vegetables, stuff like this. Um, maybe even, nice. maybe, maybe even a little sourdough mm-hmm. bread, something like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's kind of, uh, nice. that's kind of how I've been eating lately. And yeah, that's when I'll get my greens at night too. You know, I'll cook, yeah. I'll have my vegetables and everything at night, but my first part of my day has been kind of fasted. And then fermented vegetables and some, some, you know, meat, usually a red meat too, usually like a, like I said, like a grass fed beef, um, Mm. from a local sustainable farm. 
Um, and, and yeah, or, or possibly salmon. I'll do some wild, wild caught fish, something like that. How about eggs? Eggs. Yeah. 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 Or sometimes it might be like that where I'll do a scramble or something. I'll do eggs. Okay. Um, again, anytime that I'm uh, eating the animal products, I just try to find the most uh, organic and local sources for myself. And lucky cool. in California, I have a lot of options for that. So, yeah, no, I think it's a, it sounds pretty, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to eat maybe like one, one day a week or, or more if I can at trying to eat some, um, organ meats, mostly liver, sometimes uh-huh. heart and add that into the, to the option. Nice. All right. I, I mean, you know, what's like, I hear about everybody like in the fitness kind of in the U S talking about intermittent fasting and talking about like the bulletproof coffee. I read, I read the books by Aubrey Marcus and everybody like, um, like all those, all those, um, people, I read their books and then, um, and then also, uh, you know, reading right now, like right now I'm reading, uh, tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss and um, which one is that? And tools of Titans. Okay. Tools Titans. You will love it. Like, do you know you know Tim Ferriss, by the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, you so it, this is, is that his book. Good. Yeah, it's, it's it's like everything he learned from everybody interviewed on his podcast. Oh, in, cool. In a book, and uh, nice. it's like a textbook. Yeah, it's a textbook, and it has diagrams of exercises that people do. He has like the person that brought kettlebells to the U.S. He has like everybody talking about like, like yeah. the best people that talk about like diets and the top, and right. like amazing so um i just bought a book very similar to that it's um uh are you familiar with ben greenfield uh no yeah you'll you'll enjoy him yeah. he's, he's same type of in that same group of people he's like cool. a, a famous biohacker but he just came out with a book very similar to that like it's called boundless and it just goes through all kinds of you know different workouts and diets and there's a chapter on sleep and a chapter on recovery and all this stuff nice. so it's, it's pretty cool so that's on my list now <laughs> yeah yeah check it uh, out awesome. cool and um and so like so people in the u.s um are talking about the intermittent fasting thing do you know jesse itzler by the way no we're like drop name dropping all over the place but it's funny because we're both <laughs> like in the in the same stuff but we're like you know yeah. I, I don't know the people you mentioned you know right so, um, Jesse Itzer is also like a, an amazing, uh, he's an athlete, a uh, businessman. Um, he's like, he, he hangs out. You probably know Wim Hof. You say you exercise breathing, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. he, he just went along with Lewis House, which I told you about, and, and some other like amazing top-notch, like eight-figure entrepreneurs. They went to Wim Hof and they stayed with cool. him for like, uh, like, I don't know, a week or so. And they hiked up um Kilimanjaro like the you know the mountain right yeah yeah so they did that um so he's he's really into he's like running uh in February he did um he did a mile like every day uh according to the day so basically on the first of February he ran one mile second one second two miles third one three miles until he ran like 30 miles in February it's pretty crazy um and running every day a lot that's like so nobody's done that uh, yeah, they started this challenge and people all, all over the world, they kind of like joined him for that. And it was crazy. Cool. So he talks about, he eats only, um, he eats only fruit in the morning mm-hmm. until the lunch. And, and, um, he brought on this guy who's like talked about that as well. Um, because he was like, 
he said he was at um like, like he was at the Vietnam War when he came back um he had he was exposed to the substance that killed all his buddies but he's the only one that stayed uh to live after 70 years old and he said the only reason like he figured out how to get past everything that made his friends die or disabled he said one of the main things was basically like n- eating fruits in the morning which is pretty weird I, I mean i've never like heard of anything like that but um and then I went with all these stuff that I heard from the people in the US and this guy, like I went to my brother. My brother is a nutritionist here in Israel mm-hmm. and he works with like top athletes here in Israel. He's really good. He's a really good nutritionist. Um, like all the, a lot of big athletes come to him. He's like a bicycle rider, right? He competes yeah. like worldwide. Um, so, um, and he told me like this whole intermittent fasting is like nonsense it's just like something that americans made up i'm like what i'm like uh, that doesn't make sense like people look healthy they feel healthy like listen um you you do this you do that like basically he gave me like a whole different diet um and it it is based on milk products as well so and i i I took milk and any dairy products out of my life about like a couple years ago like more than five years ago Um, yes because I felt, I felt it made me feel bad. But the things mm-hmm. he brought into my nutrition was yogurts and cottage cheese and, uh, and uh, mozzarella. And mm-hmm. once I got those things now mixed into my diet, I actually felt better. So I don't know. Like, yeah. uh, and well, I, I think that's on point. You know, I think that um, what the, all of those things are fermented. So if you're eating dairy that's fermented, it's going to digest through the body better. But one of the things that starts lacking in a lot of people's diet when they try to clean it up and get healthy is they remove all the fat. And our body needs fat. So you're, now you're getting right. fat, a good, good fat that your body knows how to digest back into your system. And yeah, you're going to feel a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, it's, it feels weird. Anyways, I really want to try. The... Go ahead. No, I said I want to try fasting. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I would recommend giving it a try and see how you feel. I, I, I feel great, and and technically, I'm not doing a true. I'll do it occasionally a true intermittent fast, and then every so often, I'll do like a nice full 24 hour fast, or oh, I'll do nice. a, bone, a bone broth fast where I just will drink nothing but 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 bone broth. But <laughs> wow. you know, when I when I drink this. Um, morning coffee that I make, it's, you know, that's a meal, you know, you're putting uh-huh. 20 grams of protein and, and, you know, two t- tablespoons of butter and you're getting nice amount of, of fuel for your body. Um, but yeah, I would say give, give fasting mm. a, a try. I think it, it, there is something to it. And I think there's something to giving your body a, uh, a break of constantly having to break down food. You know, mm-hmm. your body, that's, that takes up energy to, for your body to break down and process right. that. And so if you take that away, you know, it's, right. there's probably never been a, a time besides this last hundred years where people didn't miss a meal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we, we have it so luxury right now that we just never, we can eat three, four times a day and just act <laughs> like it's normal. But if you were to track through history, I think it's pretty normal for, you know, humans to, to go a certain amount of you know at least an intermittent fast is only 16 hours of not yeah. eating so i think that's been pretty common through our the history of mankind you know to take oh, a 16 hour break of eating yeah <laughs> i mean i i changed my entire nutrition i did not change sorry i 
only started caring about my nutrition about a year ago. I'm not kidding, like a year or just like something like that. Um, up until then, I ate everything in my way. I'm not kidding. Even a year ago when I started changing some things up, I, right. I, I was just like eating oily stuff, eating like, and, and I wasn't getting fat. I was just like, but because maybe I was training a lot, but I was right. eating so much junk. And um, I think the, the moment it came to me, it was like, I'm feeding my kids junk and I'm feeling it. And I'm like, wait, like you're eating junk as well. So you might as well just, you know, think about this whole thing. You want to be, uh, you know, you want to be leaner, you want to be healthier, you want to live longer, like longevity. And I was hearing all this stuff. Um, and then, so right now I'm really afraid of intermittent fasting because I still feel hungry all the freaking time. Like with yeah. this nutrition yeah. as well. I just, I, just before this interview, I was like, I'm freaking hungry. I can't get this like past this interview without something in my stomach. So I went right. and ate a banana. I'm like, I just got to eat all the time and I'm afraid right. to get hangry and then I wouldn't be able yeah. to work. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it can be, if you think about an intermittent fast too, it's like you can do, if you stop eating, say at 8 p.m., mm -hmm. that's the key is to find the time to stop. And if you stop eating at 8 and then you're to bed by 10 or 11 or whenever you go to bed, Right. Then you can, you're sleeping most of the time that you're fasting. You'll probably, you'll find that you're actually going to end up sleeping better. And then if you wake up, then you only have to wait until around, you know, 10 a.m. or so, 9 a.m. to eat. And you've gone about 14 hours at that point, you know. Uh, you're, yeah, I mean, right now, if we're looking on my, on my, um, I've, 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 I'm doing a, something called 75 hard. Have you heard about that? Mm -mm. Um, do you know Andy Frisella? No. Any chance? He's like he's like a major entrepreneur, but like a tough guy into mental toughness. If you want to like, okay. um, it's kind of like the guy, the go-to guy for me about mental toughness. Like Andy Frisella, I send you, um, I'll send you his link there. Um, so, um, so Andy Frisella, he's like he made up this challenge called. Uh, he interviewed this guy called the Iron Cowboy. Have you heard about him? Mm -mm. James Lawrence, I think his name is, um, and he. Uh, I'm hoping I'm mentioning all the name correctly, but it's called the Iron Cowboy. And this guy, he ran 50 Ironmans in 50 different countries, like one after the other. Basically, like almost like just straight yeah. ahead. Like Ironman, traveling to another country, doing an Ironman, traveling to you another know, country. My, one of my clients actually did mention this guy to me now that you ex yeah. explain who he is. Yeah, yeah I heard of that guy. He lost all his toenails by the third Iron Man. Like all his toenails by the third Iron right. Man. And he had 47 more to go. It's like crazy. Right. crazy. <laughs> so, um, so he interviewed this guy for his podcast. And, um, and when he did, he, he said something clicked. And he's like, oh my God, like this is it. Like you just have to put yourself in a place where it's really, really hard. So he created this mental toughness challenge called 75 Hard. And what this challenge is, is you got to go 75 days in straight with doing a couple of things. And one is doing two 45 minute workouts a day, which one has to be outside no matter the weather. So it's like freezing cold, super hot, doesn't matter. Like you're outside training. Um, right. so, and those two 45 minute workouts have to be in different separate times. They can't be together like just an hour and a half workout. Um, right, right. Another thing is you have to read 10 pages a book a day and it has to be a nonfiction book. You have to learn something like a book that you learn something from. Mm -hmm. um, and another thing is you have to drink one gallon of water um, 
And that's pretty hard. The, the hard thing about the water is you just pee all over the place when you drink so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think then, with the, or go ahead, I want to hear the rest, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, continue, continue. I want to hear, right. I'll go back to all that right. point. Um, so the water and you have, you have to um, go on a diet that you choose. You choose the diet, but you have to really stick with it. No cheat meals, no alcohol, no sweet stuff that can just like anything bad for you. You just don't eat. Um, right. And then the final thing is, and that's the worst part, which made me fall twice in this challenge, is a progress pick. You have to take a progress pick once a day. Now that easy, take- small progress pick. Oh. Oh, okay. Progress Freaking there. selfie. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so easy. But it's like the small stuff that, you know, I fell twice already. I'm like on this, uh, I passed 100 days already on this challenge. Nice. You have to go 75 straight, but I passed 100 days. I'm still not done. I'm actually at day 36 today because I right. fell off twice. So you, it's really, really hard to, you, <laughs> yeah, you can, if tough. you don't do any of those, you fall off. You fall off, yeah. Back to day one. Yeah. 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 I think there's something, um, you know, there's something good about putting yourself through, uh, something super challenging and tough like that. Um, I, I don't do anything like that anymore. I feel like I've done that a bunch of times and now I kind of really am, you know, I want to listen to my body and give it what it actually needs. And like, you know, some days I, I just know, like I'm not, it's not going to be long-term like beneficial for me or it's not going to be beneficial for the, the people in my life or, you know, I'm surrounded yeah. with it. If I push, if I push through this, I could right. do it, you know? Um, right. And I've done that where I've trained Muay Thai twice a day or when I went to Thailand, we were training an insane yeah. amount, you know, to where it was so, so much of a push, you know, yeah. and, and you test that, you go to your edge, you find that, you know, mental toughness, um, and so I think I'm really glad I got to do that and, and dive in and experience that. But now I really am in a mode where it's like, okay, I understand. I found, I've hit that edge. I understand that toughness. I've been there. Yeah. Now I've, I want to learn how to um, work out and work in, you know, and be, yeah. and find that balance of like the, the yang push drive, never give up energy to also knowing when to say, okay, I can step into this yin energy and I can relax and I can, and I can lay down. And that was actually part of my uh, journey. You know, was that Muay Thai training was all of that yin push mental toughness. H- how hard can you push? How many times can you do a workout, you know, yeah. sparring all this fighting in Thailand. And then it was like, something came to me and was just calling, calling my soul really that was telling like, Hey, you know how to push. You've done that for Mm -hmm. 10 years. Like, can you, can you let go? Can you surrender? And so then about for like two years straight, I did nothing but practice yoga and that was it. And I just went into the whole other side of it of like, you know, more passive and gentle and, Mm -hmm. uh, and that was really beneficial too. But I, and that was challenging too, to like, you know, to let go and to be able to take it easy and, and let down some of that intensity. And now I try to like really combine the two yeah. and really just like really feel in and listen to the body and know when it's time to push and know that I understand that. And then also, yeah. you know, be like, okay, well now it's time to relax. And today is just right. a pure recovery day. It's sauna yeah. and a cold plunge and a nap and, you know, <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So. No, definitely. I mean, I think that I, I totally get you and, um, I think people that have been in through like situation like these know that 
later it gives you the discipline and also to yeah. appreciate how to yeah. right how to do the proper stuff that you know your body needs mm-hmm. um i think one of the you, by the way sorry you really get to understand yourself during those if you put yourself through those situations you know where you're really pushing and you get to understand what your body needs you get to understand what it means to go too far if you never know what it is to go too far then you don't know really to understand what it is when you need to take a, a rest you know what i mean you might right. just be lazy so it's i think it's really good to almost like do an initiation like that you know it's like a modern yeah. day initiation ceremony yeah and i think we have to do it every once in a while i think we also do yeah. it naturally right um yeah uh one of the things that i when I when I started this like seventy five hard, I was like, oh, I'm like I'm feeling like back in the army days. <laughs> like, um, but it's um, the thing that I'm that you were saying like you're taking care of that and you're going to sleep and you're uh, in in a proper hour. You're waking up in a proper hour. For me, seventy five hard right now. I know it's temporary, but it messed everything up. Like crazy, messed yeah. everything up. After this exercise, after this um, podcast interview, and right now it's already like eleven thirty, almost uh, p.m. Like I'm going on a in another 45 workout and I have my 10 pages to read. So I'm not going right. to sleep today before like right. one, even like 1.30 p.m., 1.30 a.m. And those are my days. And then I wake up, I wake up for the kids early. And, right. so, um, and so I wake up usually early. And then what happens is I'm not getting enough sleep. Um, I am, you know, I'm eating late sometimes uh, because mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, all over. And and I know it's temporary, but yeah, that, for right now I'm definitely not in the in the proper uh, routine, I guess. Um, right, right. But, uh, but dude, I want to talk to you about like your cold showers and sauna that you said you were doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been doing cold um, showers as well, but I'm, I've been doing only cold showers like in terms of regular shower then switching to cold. But you say you do ice plants as well? Yeah, I do both. So every morning I do probably for like three years now. You know, occasionally if I'm not feeling it, I'll take a day off. You know, again, I try to, I was really militant about it for about a year straight. And people, maybe some people would say I'm still militant about it. But, I, (laughs) you know, if I wake up and it's like I'm not feeling too hot or I'm feeling like, you know, getting into colds a stressor. So if I'm feeling like I'm already stressed about something, maybe I'll take a warm shower. Mm -hmm. Something about taking just a warm shower now, I usually end up flipping it cold in the morning because it just really wakes me up. Um, But most of the time I just wake up and I get right in that cold, cold shower. Not first thing in the morning. I go through my whole little routine and my breath work. And then I take the, um, the ice cold shower. I don't even do anything hot. And I stay in for a minimum of like two, two minutes, but like two to five Uh, minutes. uh, Oh my God. Wait. And you say, when you say ice cold shower, what's your cold as it can get. Do you bring ice though? Do you actually bring ice? No, just as cold as the shower will go. So, Uh you know, uh, in a perfect world, I would have a cold plunge at my house to where we could get it down to like 40 degrees, you know, real yeah. cold. Um, I don't have one of those yet. Yeah. So right now the cold shower is, um, is what I use. And then I also uh-huh. am fortunate enough to have access to a couple times a week, a sauna and a cold plunge. Um, so like this morning before I saw you, I was doing that. Um, uh-huh. I did a 30 minutes, I think about 30 minutes in the sauna. I'd sit in the sauna for 15 minutes and then I would go in the cold plunge for five back in the sauna for 15 back in the cold for five. Wow. Where do you find, where do you get that? Is that like a, a place? Um, I have a client that I train that has that at his house that he oh, allows okay. me to use after our training sessions. Okay. So 
uh, like I said, I'm fortunate enough to have access to that. <laughs> yeah, no, um, that's awesome. But before before that, um, there's also a place in LA too called a, it's a Russian bathhouse, and they have all of that. So they have saunas and ice cold plunge and um, nice. stuff like that. So I would go down there on occasion. Um, nice. So I usually will try to find somewhere where we can where I can do that or. <laughs> If I don't have access to that, then right now the ocean here is pretty cold. So I'll take a, go take a dive in the ocean on a cold day, you know, uh-huh. and just try to get that cold, cold immersion. <laughs> nice. No, that's awesome, man. I've, I've never actually had a really cold, like an, an ice bath. I've never like went. Yeah. Into, it's should. awesome, man. Talking about mental toughness. That's a, that's my new game of mental toughness is, you know, yeah. getting in the cold because there's yeah. some something's telling you don't don't do it and I, i'll do it but yeah. there's nothing like it when you get out you feel amazing yeah so, there's so many beneficial like be- benefits to to doing that mm-hmm. it's like it's yeah healthy and it's like it, it gets you some people say it it's uh uh produce it like um basically it it helps I know like kill cancer cells and stuff like that. Basically it really helps um, like almost any part of like your body. It, it uh, helps you lose fat. It helps you um, it like your, um, your immune system is kind of like attacking itself for a while and mm-hmm. therefore you get stronger immune system. It's like every, everybody's yeah. like, there's so many like people talking about the benefits of health. But when you talk, yeah. when you talk about the mental part, I think that's where the magic is. Like, mm. Right. That's yeah, there's uh, there's all kinds of stuff that what show that what the ice bath, you know, like what you said shows that it can help with from boosting hormone levels, testosterone, burning fat yeah. to, you know, getting the, the body to have to to heat its core temperature up just makes you more resilient and stronger and, you know, less chance of getting sick if you're doing it all the time. Your body has to be prepared for that. But yeah. take all that away. Just the, the mental toughness that you have to do to do it. And then there's like a reward when you're done. Cause when you get out of that ice cold, it's like you, I feel euphoric. Like I feel, I feel like I just got high on something, you know, I got high on the, on <laughs> yeah. the ice cold water and I just stand there like kind of blissed out, you know, yeah. you to just drop into like a little meditative mode and just, nice. you know, the ice, uh, Wim Hof talks about it a lot, but he said nothing, you know, makes you more present than being in that ice cold water, you know? Yeah, and it does. It just pulls you right into the moment. All you can focus on is your breath. Yeah, and then it's like you get out, and your body's like, "Oh, okay, good. We're okay. We're gonna, we're not gonna freeze to death." You know, <laughs> <laughs> crazy, man. crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I look at the time. Um, bef- I'm trying to mentally, like I'm talking. I'm I'm looking at the at the shower head, like. Um, I, I'm going to twist it to the cold before I, like before that, just I'm saying, I'm going to take the cold shower now. Okay. So you're done with your shower. Let's, let's bring it to cold now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and most people, I guess like that do it like me kind of like feel, I don't know if you feel that as well. Like you don't want to turn the water to cold, right? Every right. time it's like a struggle every day. Like you do it every day, yeah. but it's a struggle <laughs> every day. It's like, yeah. oh man, again, the freaking cold it's morning. Come on. And like, no, no, do it. And so I'm trying to um, be mindful now about the time it takes me from the from the moment I give my I've, I give myself the command to do it mm-hmm. until the time I actually flip it like and, and and move the water to cold. So yeah, I try to shorten the time. And I think if mm-hmm. I do that, that would be a good training. Like when I say go, yeah. you go kind of thing. You know? Yeah, definitely. I know. I remember Wim Hof did a challenge. Um, 
cold shower challenge where it was the challenge was to once you flip to cold you, to not cuss <laughs> <laughs> you're going to want to cuss and and then i've seen somebody else was challenging people to try to control their breath because you know you automatically are, <gasps> yeah. and it's to just stay right in your breath and keep your whole body calm as that water hits you and, and try to control your breath as much as you can yeah There's like all kinds of little stuff you can do and you know after a while i just said you know fuck it i'm not even going to take the hot shower i'll take a hot shower at night if i take a shower but i just kind of be like let's just pound the chest and and get in that thing right out the gate like because once for me a lot of times in the morning once i get that warm morning line i just would get kind of lackadaisical in there and just <laughs> hang out and it feels so good and so i'm like all right let's just cut that and get right in there and wash so, the body in there like that so okay wait so this point right here what do you think, like most people in the world are not like you, right? Most people are like, not, I, 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 I'm like, so like, I'm, I get you, you know, in mm -hmm. a way. Um, I'm not getting into straight cold showers yet. You really inspire me to try that, get straight in the cold and not even try the regular shower, right? But when you say, I feel, I, I don't, I don't want, like when I get all kind of like, you know, nice and cozy in, in a warm shower. Mm -hmm. I don't want that, right? That's right. a saying, like, that there's a statement there. What is that statement? Right. Uh, um, Most people are like, I want the cozy air. What, what, what the yeah, fuck are you talking yeah, about, man? Like, give me the, give them <laughs> and warm I, and I get that because I do love a hot shower. Um, but there's something about jumping into that uncomfortable situation um that when you finish it when you're done like i feel so much better than when i that's as best like i say is when i get into that ice cold and i endure that endure that i step out of it and i feel so much better like if i take a, a hot shower and that's all i do and i get out in the morning there's just a little less like pep in my step and i'm moving a little bit slower and you know, if you want to take a day to just chill, like go ahead and do that. But if you have stuff to get done, you know, it's like yeah. I get that cold shower is like, you know, better than a coffee almost, you know, you just yeah. blast you wide awake. So I think to me, like when I can find something where the uncomfortable part is worth like the, the afterwards, the moment I have after and the rest of my day is better if I do that and then it's just interesting, you know, cause I know that it's not only cold showers that are that way, you know, yeah. there's a lot of other things that are that way too. If you put yeah. in the work or if you get through it, uh, it's the mental thing. Like you were talking about, you know, once you get in the cold shower and your whole body gets wet and you're cold yeah. for like 30 seconds and then it's not so bad. The last two minutes is easy, yeah. but it's just like breaking through that mental barrier. And I think it's just like, it's good practice and, I don't know, man. There's just something inside of me that, that really, that really likes that. <laughs> that I tell you challenge. what, you, you do it because you're mentally tough and you're practicing mental toughness. Even if you like saying, you know, I'm, I'm getting into mental toughness, but you're really into it like for years. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people in the fitness space or just that are, you know, um, working on their fitness or into mental toughness because they do workouts when it's not even convenient, right? Like we have to mm -hmm. go and work out when it's not convenient. And um, the thing I found out was um, I, I found out for myself, I didn't have mental toughness. So right now I, I get you, but most people right now are, um, are not like, you know, into that. And so yeah. that's why I really, 
I love talking to people that are. I think um, there's something in the world where people are trying to talk about just be happy, just be yourself, just be like, no, fuck it. You know, like, um, like David Goggins says, like, if you're looking in the mirror and you're freaking fat because, you know, you, you just like don't take care of your body. So you should say, I'm freaking fat. You shouldn't say, oh, I'm happy with my body. That's like something you should, <laughs> right? So um, you, you should look in, yeah. in the mirror and say, I'm working hard to be the person that I am today. I am the hero of my story. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Um, and I'll tell you what, like I'm all about being happy, you know, and experiencing happiness. Um, but for me, what I've found putting myself in uncomfortable situations is what actually keeps me in more happier. Yeah longer throughout my day and throughout my life like I'm I I, I don't hate cold showers now I love them <laughs> you know I, yeah. that's not I don't I don't I don't go work out and hate it I, I love yeah. it you know yeah. and it's even if it's uncomfortable like I try to you know find comfort being uncomfortable I want to be comfortable yeah. uncomfortable and yeah um you know I think if you can do that and find joy in it then when life hits you with a side you know a curveball and it's uncomfortable, then you, even if it sucks, you can be like, okay, I, I deal with this. Yeah. I can deal with this. I know how to do it. I do it every day, you know, yeah. and you'll, and you'll, you'll recover from it faster. Um, right. But it's not about if we choose this path or whatever, it's not about being like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm not about being happy. Like happiness is part of life. I'm going to be happy. And I'm also going to have days where I'm not, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm going to embrace the whole journey, the polarities of both. And, yeah. um, you know, that to me is the goal is to really be able to embrace both aspects of life, the yin and the yang, the dark and the light, and be able to like really fall in love with the whole experience of it all, you know? Yeah. No, I love it. I mean, I really connect with what you're saying. I think it's a new religion. People haven't been yeah. practicing it for, for so long. It's new. Like even the word mental toughness, like the, the, I, right. I don't remember a lot of people talking about it like now. Um, I think it's new and it's also ancient, you know what I mean? It's yeah, coming back, yeah, exactly. but it's like, you know, yogis have been doing this and you know, right. spiritual people all over the world have been putting themselves through different things in the Bible. Jesus fasted for what, 40 days and 40 nights or yeah. something. You have stories of these ancient yogis in caves that yeah. are fasting and sitting in meditation all day, you know, so people have been doing this stuff, but we kind of fell out of it, I feel, and, and got yeah. really comfortable and everything got really cushy. And now it's like people are starting to, to go, go back to that, to that path, you know? Yeah. Now with the pandemic as well, like, um, yeah, it's like everybody's, I, I don't know about you when this whole thing started, I was like, yes, bring it on motherfuckers. I'm ready. It kind of like, yeah, <laughs> anything. All right. Client cancels. No problem. I, right. Right. It's kind of thing that prepares you. Um, so yeah, man, Blake, I appreciate your time. I, I don't want to, um, I know you have practice coming up and, um, dude, it's been an hour. It's been an honor talking to you today. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, same. and I want to, I want to finish with like, just asking you a couple of things, um, sure. here just, um, for anybody who's want, wants to get into kind of like more of what you're doing. So first of all, um, first of all, first and foremost, where can we find you? Um, Instagram is, that's, that's the best spot to find me. Um, you Holistic can link, link that. underscore yeah. ING. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Um, that's the best way to, to find me. If anybody wants to 
to reach out, um, you can just shoot me a direct message on there. I also have an email linked on there as well. So cool. Awesome, man. And you know what? It brings me to uh, a whole different topic we haven't discussed. Should I want to ask you just one quick question? How do you get all the sure. great shots in your um, while you're working out and stuff like that? Um, I've just been lucky, man, to have um, cool photographers in my life that um, some of the people are my clients and some of the people. Also, I live in L.A., which is like <laughs> the land of photographer and videographers and stuff. So there, there's an abundance of that around me. And then I've just been lucky enough to connect with people through Instagram that, um, you know, want to do photo shoots and. Um, yeah, and take oh. take take photos you know so yeah no it's um, pretty freaking awesome i think it's, a, it's a yeah really, you have really nice a really great instagram so everybody check out uh blake Houston on instagram it's holistic b underscore ing um yep. it's kind of like holistic being um, yes exactly that's why, what i going for why would the e missing though <laughs> what's that why was the e missing why would you put an underscore in, instead of the e oh it just there it was taken oh, okay, <laughs> that was okay. the only option yeah <laughs> all right all right cool. and so my name on instagram used to be houston which is my last name b ab6 and it was that was the first account i ever made and i was kind of like okay that needs to change and so i was just playing around all right what can i do so i holistic and then b for my and my name and then my lady yeah. was like put ing because you know, holistic being. So it just, <laughs> we were like, all right, cool. So I just put all that right. as, as the name, you know. Love it. Love it. All right. Cool, man. Awesome. So cool. um, holistic uh, being. Um, uh, so f- first of all, I'll link you up uh, in the show notes in the Instagram. Um, second question. Can you just uh, repeat your, um, your bulletproof coffee mix in the morning? So you say you yeah, put chaga yeah. in there. No problem. Um, you know, there's, I make all kinds of different variations, but I'll give you like my go-to. Um, it's, I get a nice quality organic coffee, um, brew that up in the French press. Really that part doesn't matter. You can brew it any way that you want. Um, and then I take that, the hot coffee, you put it into a, uh, like a blender, nice blender. I put two tablespoons of uh, butter from a grass fed organic you know, cows. Um, and then I put two tablespoons of MCT oil. Um, I put a serving of chaga mushroom. Um, and I usually, then I do a one scoop of a collagen from a hundred percent grass fed cows again. Um, and then I put that in the blender and I blend it all up. Um, sometimes just for, to, to make the flavor better, I'll put like a little bit of vanilla extract or stevia in there with cinnamon, blend it all up together. And then, yeah, that's my, that's my morning brew right there. Um, uh, you want to make that a little better. I put in the, the chaga. And then also if you want to help with the brain function a little bit, I put in, um, lion's mane mushroom as well. Lion's mane? Lion's mane. Lion's mane. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Where have, where have you read about these? Um, all over, man. One of the people that really got me into uh, mushrooms in general was uh, Paul Stamets. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's been on like Joe Rogan's podcast, and he's yeah. If you Google Paul Stamets, he's like the mushroom, the godfather of mushrooms, kind of you know of our day. Right. So, yeah. 
All right, cool. I'll find him out. Um, cool. And uh, last question. Um, I know you mentioned Tom Greenfield's Boundless, but what is one other book that you think people must read? That's Ben Greenfield, but all, right, all good. Sorry. Ben Greenfield's ben? Boundless. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. A must. A must read. Huh. Wait, I'll redo that I, for the editor. One second. I'll redo that for the editor. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. And one final question. Uh, what is one book that you'd recommend everybody to read? Um, a recommendation just off, off top right now. I'm, um, I, I listened to about half of it and then I just decided to jump back into it, which I'm enjoying again is, um, uh, becoming supernatural by Joe Dispenza. Mm. Oh, it's hard, man. Yeah. 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 Um, so this is a really, really good book. I always recommend people to, I just made a, a video on, you, on my YouTube to recommend like eight books for your mindset. And that was the last one. And just before it, I said, people I think need to read You Are the Placebo first or, um, or one of okay. those like, first books because yeah. they don't get into so much of the actual terms um, that are very hard to consume becoming supernatural. Oh my God. This is like a huge, like I also fell off in the middle and then it came back and then fell off again. I need to. Yeah. I'm classic like that with books. I, I don't know what it is, but I start a book and I, I love it, you know, for the first bit. And then I, I think I'm going to finish it and then I fall off and then I'll come back to it. And (laughs) I used to get all bent out of shape over that and think, you know, I need to finish these books. And now I just embrace it. Like that's kind of, the way that I am like I I read them part way through get information you'll use the information maybe come back to it later if it calls maybe not did you um did you um understand all the terms that he's dropping over there um uh, yeah a lot of it I do but I could understand how people don't I've kind of been um diving into that type of type those type of topics for quite some time um that's the other aspect that I'm really into of just, you know, besides the physical and the nutrition is just the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So my, my biggest passion in life and that's how I got into all the things I'm into is I just like ex- exploration of consciousness, just really like diving into, you know, what the fuck we're experiencing here. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. With you. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. I love this book. I think Dr. Joe Dispenza is one of the brightest minds when it comes to, meditation the power of meditation on our bodies and um yeah yeah so great recommendation man um by the way one recommendation for me to you which you probably haven't heard because most people i mentioned haven't read this one um it's called the undefeated mind by alex flickerman um and the thing about it is a book about happiness but it's called the undefeated mind so it's basically about mental toughness but it comes from a buddhist uh, standpoint and he's uh he says he's coming from this kind of like, uh what he calls ichiran buddhist uh stream okay. or something like that which i haven't heard of like and but anyways really really interesting book like pretty long and very very good like so anyways if you are well, looking for yeah anything. man i mean i think that i'll check that out for sure and i think with you saying that it's like i think mental toughness and happiness go hand in hand you know yeah yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, and um, he what he says that is, um, he says that we humans try to go towards one, uh, 
we go towards happiness, like our heart is beating, then mm -hmm. what our mind is, like our mind is wired to create happiness. That's the only thing that it does. It tries to create happiness. And the way it does it is by one, trying to um, take us away from stuff that are um, feeling not good to us, like right. um, negative feelings. And the other one, it tries to move towards positive feelings. So positive feelings is like delights, touches of like things we touch, the things, the things that we see. But the things that we try to get away from are things that make us uncomfortable. Um, right. uh, but the only freaking way is to understand that life will always be uncomfortable. So right. if we move towards the uncomfortable ahead of time, then we actually become happy. So that's like the... Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. It's all about embracing the whole journey. You know, it's like you really can't. Uh, the classic saying is as above, so below. But I think sometimes that just goes over the head of yeah. people. And it's really is you, you're not going to understand what being happy is if you can't understand what being sad is. And these are all human emotions. These are all part of the human experience. And I think that the more that you can embrace all of them and find the beauty in the in the hard times and the bad times and, and then purposely put yourself in those places as practice, then you start to really get to embrace the whole experience. And when something is not fun or doesn't feel happy, you get to understand that this is a learning experience for you to grow and better yourself as a whole. And then in turn, I feel really embraced this whole experience even more fully, you know, and if not, you're constantly going to be running from, you know, whatever it is that you think might maybe will make you unhappy. But if you have that strong mental mindset, you're going to be able to just drop in and sit in that moment and be like, no, I'm happy to be here no yeah. matter what. Like, I'm happy to have this experience of being human, this unique experience of me and this individual body, whatever you throw at me, I'm just blessed to be here. Thank you. It's freaking amazing, man. I think you got your mindset right. <laughs> I love it. No, I really, I love it. I'm, I can, I can talk for hours, man. I, I really, really appreciate you, and uh, thank you for your time. A um, lot of gold nuggets here. And so, everybody, if you like this episode, please take a screenshot now and share it on Instagram. Tag Blake at holistic b underscore ing, and be sure to tag me, Sagi Schreiber at Sagi Schreiber. And uh, Blake, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. It was fun. Thank you so much for watching. And if you like what you just saw, please consider subscribing down below and also clicking the notifications button. Subscriptions go a long way. It's your way of saying thank you. I want to hear more from you. So I uh, would love to see you here subscribe and, and for me to be able to reach you with uh, other videos that I post here. Besides that, I would love to invite you to the community over on Facebook. It's the Creatorpreneurs community. So just go over to Facebook and search for Creatorpreneurs. I'll also link it here down in the show notes. And one last thing, I have a weekly newsletter coming out with books that I read and I recommend, with podcasts that I listen to, and with a personal note sharing my insights uh, for other creatives in order to build their business and lifestyle business and uh, build their tribe. So if you are interested in that, you can also head on to the link in the show notes where you can subscribe to the weekly newsletter. Um, that's how I came up. I love newsletters. So wish you tons of success with your journey and hope to see you again in the next video. Cheers.